a lot of the guys I've worked with at the AFL level, there's sort of three levels of your kicking really. You've got the the guys who are really good kicks that people talk about all the time. And you've got the guys who are really bad kicks and they they, they talk about all the time. But then there's this yeah. big middle group you just don't talk about kicking. And that's a yeah, good thing. So I talk about the guys who have moved from the you know, the they're a bad kick to into this well nobody's talking about it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. That's that's a good positive. Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Today's episode is with Kevin Ball. It's a bite-sized episode. To listen to the full episode, head over to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, episode 101. I guess start with the physical side. What what would be some common drills that you would do with young developing footballers to improve their their strength in the gym and, and then their skill acquisition and then maybe go into the mental side as well? How can you boost your confidence going into a game maybe if you are a forward? Yeah, all right. Let's little, we'll talk about the physical side of things. Just a good Good basic strength training program is a yep. really important one. You know, for the sort of 14, 15, 16 year old athletes, they're starting to develop and get stronger, even all the way through. I would say that SNC is essential all the way through, but it's a really good basic program. It's specific to kicking. The ball's in contact with the boot for 10 milliseconds, and it's, it's you know, you can get a thousand newtons or 100 kilograms worth of force, you know, if you're kicking it long. So there's nothing that can quite mimic the impact in the gym. So you need, need the kicking part for that. But just that good base core strength is a core strength is probably the one that's I think it's changed the most in my time. Yeah, uh, as a as a crucial one and glute function probably they're the two biggies. In your experience, being in the S and C room, being in the trenches, and, and specifically running a kicking program and AFL program, well, what would you say is a healthy amount of volume of kicks for for a, yeah. any player once they've got the technique down pat and you know they're they're moving efficiently and they they've got a good read of their body and all those type of things, but can you handle a fair amount of volume, do you think? Over yeah, a week? look, you can. They can handle more than they do probably. I think I would also, also say a few things on this. I could probably do a whole podcast. And, and up. Yeah. It's, <laughs> been, a big, it's been a big topic. Yeah. Just a few snippets from across the board. I, I remember talking to Eddie Jones, the now English rugby union guy, and he was that coach. And he, at that stage, he was with, his, with the Australian team and Chris Connolly, who was our I had coach had a strong relationship with him, so he came around and spent a, a week with us. And I talked to him about kicking and and all the things that that I do, and which is really interested in. And I talked about volumes. I said, "Well, that's one of the challenges." He he said, "Well, it was a funny one." He said, "Look, well, if these were my guys, I'd be just saying to the S and C guys, just go and get them fit enough so that I can do as much kicking as I want." He was quite funny. He was pretty combative about it. Who were some strong influences or mentors, if you like? Yeah, Dad would Dad. Around hockey and cricket in Tamworth, where I come from originally, New South Wales, yeah. and they were just ahead of their time with with you know with training. It was all lots of work, games for learning and and small sided games and numbers and stuff that at that stage wasn't done. It's done a lot more now, but it wasn't at that stage done. So you know, it was more like lines and and then more sort of isolated stuff. So they, he he was just a really good coach, and it gave me a passion for coaching. And and probably the the other thing he really instilled in me was watching off the ball. So Never watch it. He'd never used to watch on the ball a game, whether whatever it was. Like he'd come down, I'd come down when I was working at Freo, I'd get him to games and he'd be, he'd never be watching the ball. He'd always be watching to see what was happening up the ground or down the ground to see what, why, you know, why is, why is the full forward in 10 meters of space now? 
what would be some things that you do, like like you mentioned, the importance of building technique, but then building confidence with your technique, bringing those two together. So let's say you get a player to a point where their technique is now efficient to a point where you feel like that it's in a good spot. Now we want to build confidence in it. What would be some things that you do for, for players in that position that's effective? I think, I think making sure that they, they understand that they've improved and showing their improvement. So I mean, we've got a lot of stats in in. You know, AFL and that can that can certainly help. You could go a lot of stats in, in lots of grades for you, and that can that can help with your efficiency. You can get I mean feedback from other people that can often be good, but don't expect it because a lot of times I did a lot of the guys I've worked with at the AFL level, there's sort of three levels of your kicking really. You've got the the guys who are really good kicks that people talk about all the time. And you've got the guys who are really bad kicks and they they, they talk about it all the time. But then there's this yeah. big middle group you just don't talk about kicking. And that's a yeah, good thing. So I talk about the guys who have moved from the yeah, that they're a bad kick to into this. Well, nobody's talking about it. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. A good thing. That's, that's a good positive. And what about the the best kickers that you've worked with? What what have you learned from them? The ones that do it really well, well in games. What are some of the big big roles? Well, some of the really good technical ones. So Nathan Chapman was fantastic. He's now doing the pro his pro kicker with the. Yep. So he was probably the first one I saw. I remember Jade Rawlings telling me he's the best kick in the club, and so I looked at him. I looked at his technique a lot. So. And one of the things of one of the a big group of, of kickers is that they've got really good range of motion in their knee, in their hip. They're the guys who kick long. So Greg Inglis was really good at that in rugby league. And Matthew Pavlich was really good at, at Frio. David Mundy was probably David Mundy's probably had the best technique I've seen out of anybody I've worked with. I hope you enjoyed that bite-sized episode with Kevin Ball. Remember to listen to the full interview. Head to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast episode 101. I'll see you on the next show.